All right, y'all. Here again for another week. You know, going over this email, this person pretty much found out their ex is pretty much cheating on them and monkey branch to a new relationship and it's pretty much devastating to them and they overreacting. So pretty much in the long-ass email that they sent me, they was like, they was texting, calling, interfering, you know, trying to beg and plead with the person to come on back. So, all right, so this is what you don't do. You know, most of the stuff that you did, don't that shit don't work. So the first thing what you don't do is this. You know, don't become stressed. I know, I know this song, ass back about was what I'm about to say. Don't become stressed out, which you're going to, you're going to become stressed out, stressed the fuck out and anxious and have anxiety attacks and all that stuff. But what I'm saying is this, don't show that shit to them. Don't let them know this whatsoever. Don't go on in front of them crying and videotape yourself crying and shit and sending it to them and trying to talk to friends or family members or whoever know this person your age, don't do none of that shit. What you do is this. You're going to re- overreact. That's cool. That's natural. But what you do is, and what I'm saying is, do that shit in private. Yeah, in private. Where nobody fucking around, you know, get that shit out, scratch your, get that shit out in private when nobody see it. Where nobody will ever know. You know, that's what you do. See, the reason why you don't never let these off-brand ass people know that this shit is stressing you out and hurting you, it boosts their ego. They get a joy out of seeing that shit. You think they're going to cry along with you? Fuck no. They're not sorry. Nobody hold a pistol to their forehead and force them to do that shit. They deep-throating this other person. The other person ain't holding their head and none of that shit. They ain't got a knife to their fucking throat like, just yeah, put that shit in your throat. They're not doing that. They're doing that shit on their own free will. Your ex out there swallowing all that sperm and semen and all that stuff out this person's body. <laughs> Ain't nobody forcing them to do that shit. Ain't nobody got to call a chain around their fucking throat doing, making them doing that shit. They probably text the painkiller, set up the time, they set up the location, and your ex got a car, Uber, bike, Whatever fucking hitchhike, whatever the fuck they did to get over there to go swallow this person's sperm. I'm telling you, they belly is full of sperm. Stick a black light down their throat. This shit gonna glow. I'm telling you. So don't cry or beg or plead. Don't do none of that shit in front of them. They don't care. They don't give a damn about your feelings. So don't express your feelings to a person who don't give a damn about them. Don't write no letter to a person who don't give a damn about reading the letter. They know what they're doing. They're not fucking hypnotized. They're not a shapeshifter. They, they know exactly what they're doing. It's all planned out in their phone. Your ex probably paid for the hotel. Fuck it. They probably not even a hotel. In the hotel, they probably outside in public. They probably made it to the goddamn the, the hotel parking lot, fucking in the parking lot. They couldn't even pay for the room. They just can't, couldn't wait. They just fucking the, the hotel, the park, hotel parking lot. They probably in the park somewhere. Ain't no telling. They want to do that shit. And you up there crying about that shit? Understand this. Before 
your ex left. They already had this other sucker-ass person planned. And by the time you find out the dirt already been done, it's, it's tragic. I know that shit it hurtful. But at the same time, that's how life goes. That's why I'm so against all these little ex-back coaches and stuff. They'll teach you how to get back with somebody who don't give a fuck about you. They don't care. Here's the question I want you to answer yourself if you're going, if you're going through this situation. Look at your ex actions. Follow the actions. Is those the actions of a person who give a fuck about you? Is it? I'll wait. Okay. You see it clearly now? Follow the actions, not their words. The other thing is this. You say you interfere. I guess, you know, when people, you know, go through these type of situations, they go in panic mode and they feel like they're losing something. They have a fear of loss and they don't want to lose. They don't want to lose. People, no matter what, I know that people say females can't take rejection. No correction. People can't take rejection. I don't know too many people like, okay, man, I'm so glad to have this fucking rejection. Oh, thank you, God, for this fucking rejection. No, rejection is rejection. That shit hurtful. Nobody likes that shit. So don't interfere. I know it make you you feel like you're losing something, but in reality, you're not. You got to understand, the hoes for everybody, they're going to go do that whole shit that you see them doing. They're going to go do that with or without your permission. They don't feel bad for doing it. Now, understand, a lot of people ask me this question. Will they regret what they do and, you know, when they're going to feel remorse or regretful? This is the only time they will feel regretful by doing what they're doing. When they can't hold no more. When they can't go out there and be a hoe no more and nobody don't want them no more, that's when they feel regretful and remorseful. Because they can't hold no more. They can't go out there and be a nasty-ass, cum-guggling-ass person no more. Nobody don't want them. That's when they're feeling bad. Don't interfere with what they're doing. Don't interfere with their new relationship. You're going to give them something to fight for. Why? People love competition. They love it. Don't be the competition. So... So, so far, what I'm saying is this. Don't show no emotions. Hide your emotions from them. Why? Because it will boost their ego. Two, don't interfere with their little funky-ass little relationship. Your attitude for what they can see, for what you're going to show on the outside, like, you can have that hoe. I done had them. That person done come, I done come down their throat. They done gargle my balls. I done been balls deep in the dim. If you're female, listen to this, the opposite. Say the opposite. I done nut in that person's mouth. They done drank my breast milk or whatever y'all might say. You know, I done got money up out of you a trick or whatever y'all say. And stuff like that. The last one is this. And I want you to understand this. There's nothing, nothing you could have done. Nothing. It was going to happen with your permission or without your permission. 
they was gonna do it. It was already planned out. There's nothing you could have done. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. That shit don't exist. There's no such thing as a perfect parent, person, perfect person, none of that shit. Understand this. The reason why I'm saying there's nothing you could have do or done because you can't satisfy them. They can't be satisfied. You can get in the world. They still going to do what they're going to do anyway. It's in their blood to do that. It's in their blood to go out for be for the streets. It's in their blood to be a hoe. You, they get validation for that. The only time they feel remorse or feel some kind of sadness is when they can't do what they're doing now no more. So that's why they backtrack sometimes to somebody who's going to save them. So don't beat yourself up. Trust me, I understand. Don't beat yourself up. It's, it's a tough situation. But with that being said, I want you to stay prayed up and always work on yourself. And stay focused, you know. Just just maintain eat, your eating habits. I know you don't want to eat. You know, control your sexual energy. Most people are like, I'm going to go out there and have sex with a lot of off-brand ass people. No, you ain't got to do that. The first step, the healing, is putting God first. Yeah, all these videos sound cool and all that stuff, but understand, the first step, putting God first. He understands, and he knows who to put in your life and who to take out. Everything's a learning lesson. Now, with that being said, if you'd like to get in contact with me, shoot me an email. It's right here on the bottom of the screen. Shoot me an email. Tell me your story, what's going on. Or you can text me on WhatsApp. The number is here. It's worldwide. It's worldwide. If you don't want to do either, you can check out my books, my audio books. Just go to Amazon or Audible or Audible and just check them out and stuff like that. Also, you can follow me on Spotify. This YouTube shit is getting real old. You know, they, they on some weird shit. But, you know, each is on. You know, I'll probably shadow block, 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 shadow block or whatever that shit called. You know, but by the time y'all see this, it'll probably be like October or something. But anyway, you know, just stay prayed up. Stay focused. And I'm still reading emails. All, you know, don't matter if you see this this video 20 years from now. If I still got breath in my body, still send me an email. We still can set up a one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I'm still going to be doing this. Now, with, this being, with that being said, take care of yourself. Peace. God damn, back again with another video, another week done passed, knocking these videos out. Boom, 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 boom. On my behalf, I know personally, somebody like, man, why don't we see you every week? But y'all don't see what goes on behind the scenes to get these videos up and running, how to, you know, how I pick my emails and all that. Anyway, let's waste no more time. Let's go ahead and jump into this. So pretty much this person want to know why their ex didn't feel like they wasn't good enough for them because... Reading over the email, they asked Monkey Branch to a damn co-worker. It's always co-worker. I swear. Because why the co-worker? Because it's convenient for them. Remember, your ex lazy. They ain't gonna go too far to look for the new, the new person. You know? So anyway, they want to know why they feel, well, this person feel like they wasn't good enough. They feel like the, the new painkiller is better, and they want to know what he could have done and stuff like that. So the reason why your ex probably feel like 
that this painkiller is better and you wasn't good enough is because boredom. Understand, certain people get bored very quick in a relationship. Day in, day out, doing the same thing and all that stuff being complacent. They get bored and they want to, you know, go out there and go do something else. That's one reason. The other reason is this. What people really overlook. When you're in a, uh, a you know, committed relationship like marriage or whatever, one of the partners like, okay, there's no more challenge in this. I know you love me. Okay, uh, what's next? They want to feel love and desire, desire by someone else that's new. And that person that's new feed them a fantasy world and they feel love again. They feel lovable like somebody else outside of this boring ass day in, day out person. Somebody else other than this motherfucker here, they love me. And I can get away with murder with them. Let me go feed into that shit because it's fun. It's like a new toy. Like, damn, this shit is fun. Exciting. I need to see what it's about. That's why it's pretty much a fantasy. Escape or something like that. You know, an alternate world or some shit like that. A different dimension or some shit like that. And they go over there with this person because they, they think it's fun. Or... In other words, they think the grass is greener, so to say, you know. So that's the first reason why they boredom and fantasy. That you know, this that's the first reason. The other thing is this: where I hear a lot is this: when you try to help your ex, or when you try to help your ex, just say like your ex had you know probation or you know you had to you know go to the wick appointments or you know when your ex was out there trying to trying to tell you not to sell your food stamps or get groceries and all that stuff to get money and all that talking about don't sell your wick food stamps you know when you try to help them so to say tell them not to do certain things like you don't have to wear that dress with your ass out and going out in the streets in the streets disrespecting me and stuff like that they see that as controlling and demanding. They don't want that. They're like, you always trying to tell me what to do and all that stuff like that. You trying to tell them, like, look, you ain't got to go out there and flirt with everybody and, you know, smiling every dude face or smiling everybody goddamn face. Everybody ain't for you. Why you trying to tell me what to do? They see that as controlling and demanding. So when they go over here to the painkiller, don't you notice when they're in the relationship with this painkiller, they controlling the painkiller? Remember what I said. They want two type of people. Somebody that's completely rich so they can have their way and be spoiled or a complete fucking bum. Why they want to bum? They can tell the bum what to do. They'll tell the bum, shut your ass up. I'm going to do this regardless. What can you do? What can you say? But notice, either way, they're getting their way. So they're going to go over there and get their way and they're going to tell everybody or anybody who will listen that you was controlling and you was demanding and you was a narcissist because a narcissist always trying to manipulate me and play on my feelings and emotions that's what they're going to tell people even, even though you wasn't that another thing too I'm going to say this don't you, you know don't you know you got to be diagnosed with narcissism a lot of you people just saying narcissism. They ain't even diagnosed with narcissism. They ain't took no tests and nobody examined these fucking people to be calling these people no narcissists. Like, who examined this person who say they're a narcissist? I mean, person, I say the traits of a narcissist. 
Don't mean they are goddamn narcissists. They got to be examined for that shit. So therefore, when people saying that shit so loosely, just tell them, shut the fuck up, man. Ain't nobody, ain't no doctor examine this person that you talking about. Nine times out of ten, the people that calling somebody a narcissist is that. It's called projecting. But anyway, the last thing and the final thing, not a ramble on no more because it's late as fuck, is this. Your life choices. Your life choices to them could be born. It don't fit into they, what they want to do. And, you know, you can be a librarian or some shit like that. Or, you know, you probably can, you just eat box crackers all day and TV dinners. They're like, I don't want that shit. Man. Can we have some fun and excitement and stuff like that? Remember, dating certain people are like dating a big-ass child. All they want to do is just have fun and play. Even grown-ups. Like, when this motherfucker 50 years old, yeah, that's a grown-ass child, too. All they want to do is have fun and play. Your life choices. They feel like, well, the painkiller over here rides a fucking motorcycle. You drive a Prius. You know, like the painkiller over here, you know, they shoot at people. You, you know, like, I'm not, you don't have a gun. You're like, you, you know, you got family morals and stuff like this. The painkiller probably walked the street at night. We don't know. You, you know, you vote and all that stuff. The painkiller over here probably put a ski mask on and kill people at night. We don't know. Notice, you notice a trend or a pattern. They always pick the off-brand, suck-ass, low-life-ass people, so to say. Like, a, other words, a downgrade. Why? Because it's more fun and excitement. And the challenge is... I can change that person. The person with their stuff together, the person with the, that know what they want out of life, the person that, you know, don't really need guidance and they know have a purpose and focus, that person is considered boring. There's no change. There's no fight. There's nothing with that person. That person has direction. A person who don't have no direction and emotionally unstable, that person is considered fun. An excitement because they can stimulate your ex' emotions and they give your ex a challenge, give your ex something to fight for and to work for. That's why it's not that you're not enough. There's understand this. There's nothing you could do. Some people just want fun and excitement, just like a big grown ass child. But you'll understand if you understand it. What I'm saying is, and, I'm, and the meaning of what I'm saying is this: at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do. It's nothing you could have do. You did all you could do. If they wanted to leave, so be it. By choice or by force, they were going to leave anyway. It's not that you're not enough. It's just that your life is not chaotic enough. No drama, no chaos, stuff like that. And the painkiller, nine times out of ten, they chaotic, drama, they, you know, this. Some kind of chemical imbalance, shit like that. Their life is not going on the up and up. They could, they can be married, and you know, just because they're a married person, they they want you know what they can't have. That's why. So don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel like you're not good enough. You're good enough. Just stay focused on your purpose. Put God in your business. Put Him first on everything you do. You'll come out. You'll land on your feet. You'll come out on top. Trust me. Speaking from experience. But with that being said, what you can do is send me an email about what's going on.
tell me what's going on, and I'm here for you. Or you can text me on WhatsApp. The number is here. Also, you can check out my books on Audible. Um, and you can also follow me on Spotify. Now, with that being said, stay prayed up. Watch out for one another. And let the off-brand people go on about their business. Sometimes it's best to cut the internet off and just, just chill in, in, in peace. You know, enjoy your free time. Enjoy your peace and quiet. Now, with that being said, peace.